I don't have those conversations about, I'm not goal oriented. I don't sit down and think about what do we want this company to look like in three years? I, I never do that stuff. Yeah. I just like do the best I can do that day. I don't need a third office. I don't need a second office. I don't need more agents. Um, I just want to keep making good decisions every single day and then it will just end up where it ends up. Welcome to the Routine Project Podcast, the one show that is hyper-focused on routines and routines only. The reason why is because I, your host, Justin Crawford, have found that routines are the secret to building and growing whatever it is we want out of this life. Nothing's off limits here as I'm going to get into the minds of today's leading entrepreneurs, authors, celebrities, athletes, and many more. And my only mission is for you to be inspired enough to take a little bit of the routines they have and get after building the ones that make the most sense for you. Thank you for tuning in wherever you're listening. Now let's get today's episode rolling. All right, you've totally seen the name. If you guys clicked play, thank you so much for being here. This is Jason Oppenheim. I usually see him with his brother. Uh, You usually see him on Netflix, uh, but now we got him on the Routine Project podcast. And Jason, you know what? We heard from your team not too long ago and they're like, hey, can we move the, can we move? I was like, I don't care. Jason, the fact that you even said yes to giving me 15, 20, I don't care how long this thing goes for. I got to say thank you, man, because when we thought of this podcast and getting it off the ground, especially with the caliber of guests that we've had, I was like, if we can get an Oppenheim brother on this show to talk about about the routines. Thank you for saying yes, man. But uh, I guess I, I kind of wanted to start there too. When you think of the career uh, you and your brother have built, uh, but ultimately how, how it's now been kind of exacerbated through the entertainment industry. Uh, when you think of the word routine, what first comes to mind? We'll start there. For me, I'd have to say gym because that's probably one of the few things that is routine in my day. And then when you ultimately, I mean, so like gym in and of itself, I feel like is usually something that people are always like, all right, I have to do this non-negotiably. And since that's your one thing, I mean, kind of walk us through like what your day even looks like if that's the one thing that stays constant. Well, I mean, I wake up, I'm not a real early riser, I'll be honest. Um, I generally go to bed around 12.30 and wake up around like nine. So, you know, I'm not even in the office till 10. You know, I wake up, <clears throat> make a coffee, play with the dogs. Um, well, actually that's not true. I wake up at like 5 a.m. and feed the dogs. Because they can't, they can't wait. Then I go back to bed, and then I wake up <clears throat> maybe at around nine, um, take care of them, and you know just kind of hang out, do emails and phone. Because I usually have like a ton of texts by the time I wake up, which is fine. Catch up on emails and texts, um, clean up. You know that doesn't take me long. Get to the office, start going through more emails and texts. You know, catch up with my staff, uh, and kind of just you know look at my calendar, start my day. You know, appointments, meetings, phone calls, whatever. I usually take about an hour for lunch, take my team to lunch, whoever's here every day. Um, we just got back <clears throat> with Mary. Mary's here sometimes. Hey, Mary girl. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> Good to and see little... you. Come here, Zelly. Zelly, come here. Come say hi. Come here. Oh, we have a special guest. Here's where, see, I knew bringing Jason on the show with Brent. Look say at hi, this. Zelly. <laughs> say hi, Zelly. Uh, and then do you always let her walk on the desk like this yeah yeah she doesn't do much she just licks stuff (laughs) and then uh oh you know so we're out saying hi to fans a lot of the day that's become a a normality um and mostly i'm in the office though you know unless i'm at a listing appointment or meeting or whatever 
and then around four or five, and then around four or five, I walked to the gym, um, which is about 50 feet away, Equinox, do a 25 minute workout, honestly, like 10 yeah, sets, sets. Yeah, I like to check the box, but I can't stay more than 25, 35 minutes. Um, come back, you know, work a little bit longer. I'm usually out of the office by around six, 6.30. Work, you know, sit on my couch, watch some Netflix, uh, work still, but, you know, also just kind of have fun at night, watching shows, checking out like sports cards, auctions, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and I, I hear it. Listen, yeah, I was going to say that sounds like it, it, in and of itself, it's pretty routined in a, in a way. And what's interesting here is that the constant is that you're you're always going to want to be on to some capacity. So then I have to ask you when you think about your off routine, right? When you think about, oh, my gosh, like getting a little kind of crazy with work, I can take some time off when you do plan to take that time off. And we've seen some of it uh, through the show. But ultimately, like what goes through your head when you think about off time and how you want to spend that? I mean, I don't, I don't know if I have like full off time, to be honest. You know, I usually have a lot, I'm, I'm at any given time in, in 10 to 15 escrows, maybe more. And, you know, I'm just, I got a lot of things moving around. I've, uh, I've got clients calling and, um, you know, properties on the market for, that we're trying to sell and coordinating mm -hmm. stuff. So there's no off, but <clears throat> I've become better at kind of checking out a little bit more than I used to. I mean, I used to, uh, not, you know, not, I, I would answer every phone call and I'm a little bit more chill now. Um, I put, can put, I don't really put my phone down to be fair, but if I leave my phone for half an hour, I don't freak out like I used to. So mm -hmm. I'm still probably a nine, you know, in terms of OCD on top of it, but I used to be a 10. So I've, I've, I've taken 10% off and, you know, I'm pretty happy. I don't mind working. I love work. So it's not a big deal. And I, I can kind of check out Hopefully, going to go to like London and Mykonos again in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Was in Cabo San Lucas last week. Um, before that, I was at Stagecoach and Coachella. Yep. So you know, I can go have some fun. You know, take, I can definitely take a night off, go to dinner and you know party. Uh, I do that you know at least once a week and head down to the or to the OC. You know, and work out of the Newport oh, yeah. Beach office maybe one or two days a week. Um, similar routine there. I just stay at that house and you know pretty much the same thing. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I don't like routine, to be honest. So I like every day being different. I think real estate, if anything, that's probably the biggest benefit is that you're not, you're not routine. Ooh, I love that you say that. We've learned that there's like good and bad routines. There's uh, essentially like, oh, I mean, from what we've heard, even to your point about real estate, it's that at the end of the day, it's nonstop. It's almost that on-demand type industry where you feel like it's not like you have to be on, but you almost want to be, especially if you love it like you and the ladies and your brother have, have you come have to You have to be. If you're going to be good at what you do, you have to be on. And I, as, when I was an attorney before a realtor, same thing. You, you were you know, communicating with the other attorneys on your team like all night long, all morning. I mean, just really, you know, you get into these types of service jobs and there's no off switch. That's um, right. And honestly, if you want to make money in this world, it's rare that you are, you have a job. Maybe there's some tech jobs or whatever, but sure. barely can you check out at 5 p.m. and you're making, you know, you're making real money. No, I totally get that. I mean, you mentioned too, like how when you're thinking about the where you're at now, you know what I mean? And, and what you guys wanted to create after getting out of law, did you expect that it would be kind of where it's at? And ultimately, like, are you happy with, with how things are going? Um. Yeah, I knew I'd be exactly here. I knew I'd have a big show and I knew that I would be super... No, I'm kidding. I had no idea where I was. <laughs> I was about to say, left... this is visionary talk. No way. When I left law, I, li I, I traveled the world for three years. I had no idea. 
came back in debt, didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, knew I loved yeah. real estate, but never had any um, thoughts about being this successful or, or certainly being on TV. Um, I remember that, you know, in 2010, when I started in real estate, I remember talking to my roommate at the time, we shared like a one bedroom uh, together. And now we still, we still work together, Alex and his, and his wife, Alice. We still work together on, on projects. But I remember we were having a conversation about like what success looked like for us. And if we could make $10,000 a month, that was success to us. And if you had told me, like, I will get, you know, that someone had said, listen, I'll, I'll pay you $10,000 a month. Just work for me. I would have, been, I would have taken that job mm-hmm. and I would run with it as long as it was in real estate because that made me happy. So I never thought about um, the type of financial success that I enjoy today. I never thought about being able to enjoy this success with my friends. And obviously, nor would anyone or could anyone think about being on such a successful uh, mm-hmm. real estate show. And I wasn't even like a, I'm not a, a dude that enjoys, you know, being on camera. So by no means, not only would that not have been something I expected, it wouldn't even have been something that I would have wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you hit, you hit it because I, w- I was going to ask you this next. I mean, Jason, you think about your personality. I've always, and, and if you've watched the show and you're listening, you, you'll get what I'm saying. If you haven't, check it out. It's linked in the little descriptor below if you click see more. But Jason has this, you almost have like a rapport that's of calmness, right? I think that that kind of helps the show ultimately in like so many great ways in terms of storytelling and how you guys go about your days. Have you always been that way? And if not, how do you feel like it, like you're in such a crazy fucking business, right? Like, I have not. So I, listen, I super appreciate that compliment. Um, <clears throat> I think it's maybe a testament to where I've come the last uh, few years because mm. that would never have been an adjective that would have been used for me um, most of my life. Uh, quite the opposite. I was a very reactionary, very, uh, you know, aggressive and, <clears throat> you know, just, I don't know what other words, but maybe besides those two, but, uh, oh, um, sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, I mean, I was just, you know, kind of outgoing and, and I would not say that I was calm. I, I could, you know, I was very responsive to things. I couldn't sit on things. I would react to things. I would act in, you know, defensively. And I was always have vociferously kind of defended and protected my clients and argued on their behalf. But um, I'm much calmer about that now. And I was much more vocal about that as when I was starting out. So I think it's just become you know, you go through so many experiences in real estate. Every day is mm-hmm. crisis after crisis after crisis. So I think I've just learned how to manage crisis better, learned how to manage relationship, uh, you know, interpersonal stuff that goes on in the office, because that is also an everyday thing, literally. Um, so the only way to survive this, to be honest, is to be calm. Because uh, if you get worked up about every real estate issue or crisis, or every interpersonal crisis among, you know, involving me or anyone in the office, I literally would, you know, uh, have had like 20 heartaches by now. Mm. Oh, I listen, I hear you. I feel like that's, especially in the business that you're in, it's like that on-demand, high energy, high, fast pace. It's like everything that could be crazy about a business is real estate. And in order to, and that's why I wanted to say that out loud, you mentioned not too long ago that there is something, uh, you know, that's, it's okay. in it, in a more constant business like real estate to essentially kind of not have routines. So what have you kind of figured out the, to be the benefits uh, really about that besides the coffee and the dog at 5am, right? Um, like, well, yeah. I mean, for me, it's just interesting. 
I don't like, I, I, I like routine in as much as I don't mind going to the same place for lunch and having the same thing because it's so good, mm. you know? Um, but I, I, don't, I, I don't think I enjoy routine in the sense that I had it when I was an attorney. Going to the office nine to five, um, you know, working on the same case all the time. I mean, now I get to work with different clients every day, different deals, everything is exciting. There's new, I like thinking critically and using my mind and in real estate, you know, in the luxury game, you're just dealing with different people, solving uh, problems every, I mean, I, in the last hour, I've probably solved three problems and dealt with clients on, I mean, li actually, literally, I will go over two issues I'm dealing with right now. We have a tenant <clears throat> that's offering a three-year lease, but they have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I was trying to figure out if my client, the owner, has to put a fence around his pool and a pool cover and an alarm on the pool, all these responsibilities so that he's not liable. Or can we put that on the tenant? But are you legally allowed to contract around your obligations and put that on the tenant absolve you from responsibility? The second one was renegotiating a, a, a quicker close. We have a, a $40,000 lease back for two months and can we shorten the lease back? And so just in, that's like in the last 30 minutes. So there's always a, you know, which tenant do you go with? We have another guy that that we wouldn't have to spend that kind of money, but he's on a two-year lease. Uh, but he's also looks seems like he's high maintenance. So you know, you're talking to the, my client's an attorney, so he's going to want all this stuff. So I'm you know I'm calling different people all the time. I'm trying to work through, um, you know, can my other client qualify? She wants to get a six million dollar loan. Can she qualify for that? Um, what's the risk of removing contingencies because she has one hundred fifty thousand dollars at risk when she does that? Yeah. Everything is a problem. Everything is a question. Everything requires like critical thinking and thoughtfulness and experience and knowledge. And I love that. I love spending my day adding value and creating a, you know, and providing service to clients that I think I can do well. And that uses my mind in a legal context. You know, my experience comes to bear. Um, my real estate acumen comes to bear. And I, you know, and I think that's what makes a good agent. And I would not want to be sitting around doing the same shit every single day. Uh, I mean, I'm doing real estate every day, but the real estate involves so many different things you know you do we do 100 200 deals a year every day you're dealing with you know uh 20 different crises and that that is enjoyable to me that's fun for me that is not routine for me um mm. some days are less busy some months are less busy some months are absolutely crazy i like that i like that up and down um mm. you also don't have a stable income in as much as your income can vary i mean stable in the sense that it's always going to be good but you know, one month can be way better than another month or you can have a couple down months. Um, and I like that. I like being motivated. You know, I don't, I don't need security in my life. I enjoy the ups and downs and the, and the intricacies of it. Mm. And do you think that's rela related to you more personally where you just like those things? The reason I'm asking now is because you think about how many people are scared, right? Of the- Oh, it's certainly, it's hundred percent personal. There yeah. are people that would just- freak out with my type of job, you know, and it would never want to own their own company and deal with the responsibility and not have the structure and the routine. Um, mm. And then there are people that would, would love it. No, it's super subjective. There's no objective answer. There are people that would just not work well in this environment. In the same context that I wouldn't work well in a cubicle, you know, working nine to five, doing the same thing every day, even if I could check off at 5 p.m. So no, it is, you got to follow what what makes you happy and what makes you satisfied. I'm a risk taker. I don't need um, complacency. I don't need like security. 
Um, I have no, I'm single. I don't have, you know, those types of responsibilities. Uh, so for me, I enjoy that. Uh, and that motivates me and, and, and makes me excited and happy, you know, to come to the office. I think other people would hate it. Mm. And then, so then that goes to what I was, um, it's perfect segue into work-life balance and how that essentially looks very different for someone. Like, how would you describe that to yourself now when, you know, most people can get off at five and go to the beach or, you know, take this time off and oh, PTO and all these things. And what's your work-life balance essentially? Um, I mean, if you love what you do for work and I really do, then there is no work-life balance. I mean, it's just life. Um, you know, I think if you don't enjoy work, then you have to be careful of a work-life balance. But my life is my work and my work is my life and I don't really ever think about it. Um, it doesn't, you know, if I'm working hard, I'm making more money and I'm excited and I've got, you know, and I get adrenaline from that and, it, and it's motivating um, <clears throat> to be busy. You know, I, I enjoy that. And when I'm not as busy, I can, you know, take some time off and I enjoy that too, knowing that it's going to change. Uh, I don't spend much time focusing on work-life balance because the work-life balance in real estate changes every month. I mean, it will change on its own. So if you try to, if you try to manage that, you're going to go crazy. Um, you just got to let it go. And if that means you're busy as hell for three months, you're busy as hell for three months. If that means you can take a two-hour lunch for you know, the next two months, then do it. <laughs> this is so cool to hear out loud. If you guys are, uh, you probably are getting adrenaline having listened to Jason talk about these things because it's clear as day that you love your job. Clear, it's clear as day that you're as successful as you are because of that. Uh, so it's very admirable and not to like blow smoke up people's ass. I'm not doing it because you're a guest on the show. I think I really mean that for sure, man. I think it's really cool that no matter what industry, you've now created a name for yourself literally with your last name. And that's something that people are always trying to do nowadays, right? I don't care if you're working nine to five or not. Most people want to have something to their own name. So in that on that thread, when you think about starting and say it wasn't real estate, say you, you and your brother were going to start an agency or, you know, like a graphic design company or something. What was that beginning conversation when the Oppenheim group was in development and kind of what you guys were thinking about doing? I don't have those conversations about, I'm not goal oriented. I don't sit down and think about what do we want this company to look like in three years? I, I never do that stuff. Yeah. I just like do the best I can do that day. So, um, you know, I care about presentation. I care about reputation. I care about you know, um, aesthetic. So I, you know, just every day, I just do everything I can to make the Oppenheim group better. I, I don't have these grand visions in my head of what it's going to be like in five years. I don't even think I've ever thought about beyond the next day in terms of what the Oppenheim group's going to look, what going to look like. I don't have these, if I, when I open up a second office, it's not because it's a dream of mine to do that. It's because it makes sense at the time. Um, yeah. I don't need a third office. I don't need a second office. I don't need more agents. Um, I just want to keep making good decisions every single day. And then it will just end up where it ends up. Wow. Even cooler to hear you say out loud. I mean, I was expecting something where it's like, you know, uh, we, we had planned this, we had done that. That goes to what you were saying, which is like, you don't fucking care about routines. That's okay. Right. That's how you've been working. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not a guy that has a like goal oriented success. Oh, I got to make this much or the Oppenheim group has to be this big. Right. Or, I don't focus on goals. I don't, I don't think I've had a goal in the last decade. Um, so yeah, I just work hard and, and try to make good decisions. I mean, I really focus on making good decisions every day and mm. that will lead in the right direction. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally hear you. So then, I mean, your brother's ears are probably burning at this point. All of us are thinking this question, but is he the opposite? I mean, how do you guys balance that? Or are you both this way? Um, I'm 
we're a little different. I mean, I'm definitely very ambitious and, and I'm a big, I'm a bigger risk taker. Um, I, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest differences between us. I mean, just a very, I'm a very motivated person. I don't mind working 15 hours a day. I, I would be bored if I wasn't, to be honest. I think he's better uh, at enjoying himself when he's not working than I am. You know, I really enjoy working. I don't think I could ever retire. Um, I can slow down, you know, but I, I would be very bored without the purpose that, that the Oppenheim Group provides and the agents around me, my clients. Um, so yeah, I mean, that. And then I also am, I, I take very significant risks and it doesn't bother me. Like I, I can handle losing and generally I take, I make smart decisions, but I am more than willing to, to risk a lot on a lot of things, whether it could be, I'm doing, you know, a $15 million remodel right now. Um, you right. know, I don't know where the market was going to go. I don't know what they're going to sell for. Um, but that's exciting to me. You know, I, I sold short a, a huge position in uh, Compass real estate when it went public because I thought that there's no way that there should be valued at that. You know, I, I, the brokerage model is dead. They're going to, and I put in way more money than anyone would have ever <laughs> told me because it's just, you know, it's like, it's fun. I believe in what I'm doing. And when I was a lawyer, I quit the law and mm -hmm. traveled. Every, every single person in my life said I was fucking crazy because I had a stable multi, you know, several hundred thousand dollars salary and I was going to quit and go bank, you know, and, in a, and by the way, this is, you know, 2008, nine and 10 when the market sucked. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a job lined up. I was just going to spend my entire savings traveling. So nobody supported that, but I didn't care. I just knew it was going to have fun. Um, so I think, I don't know. I don't, and if that's not your personality, then don't do that. Cause you're going to freak yourself out. You're not going to be happy. You're going to be an anxious, you know, person. Um, but if you don't care about failing and you are highly motivated, then take some risk. All right, my friends. I know Jason and I are having quite the conversation, and we even have a special guest coming to join us on this very episode. But in the meantime, we've hit the middle of this one, so I want to tell you about Thrive Market. Finding all your grocery items in one place at an affordable price is almost impossible these days, but with Thrive Market, I get everything I need and so much more. With Thrive Market, you can shop everything from healthy essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products all delivered right to your door. And if you find a price lower elsewhere, Thrive Market will match it. That's insane. I don't think I've ever heard that. Thrive Market carefully vets each and every item so that you can trust that if they sell it, it's probably the highest quality available. Finding everything you need is easy on Thrive Market because you can filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. Shop by what you eat and what matters most to you when you're grocery shopping. With over 5,000 food, home, and beauty products, finding what you need is easy with Thrive Market, my friends. So if you're looking for plant-based, keto, gluten-free, zero-waste, BIPOC-owned brands, all of the above and more, Thrive Market has you covered. I was able to get toothpaste, and my specific toothpaste at that, I was also able to get a bunch of produce in addition to some formula for my brother and his baby. At Thrive Market had all of it, you guys. And I want you to join the community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need by going to Thrive Market today. And with their fast and free carbon neutral shipping, you're also bettering the planet. You're knocking three plus birds out with one stone while getting everything you need at such a low price. 
Join Thrive Market today and $80 in free groceries. Are you kidding me? $80 in free groceries. Do not lose this offer while you're on this episode today with Jason and I. That's Thrive Market, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash routine project to get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash routine project. I'm going to say this one more time because it's so much money. $80 in free groceries. Are you kidding me? That will last you a week, maybe even two, depending on what you get. But you're only going to get it at thrivemarket.com slash routine project. I mentioned we have a special guest coming on the show. I think you guys are going to love this person. I can't even tell you whether or not it's a male or female because uh, that would spoil it. But here we go. Let's go back to the episode. And I hope you learned something from this one. Thanks again for being here. Mary, right. come, Mary, come over here. Ask Mary a question, too. Mary, come hang. Come hang, Mary. <laughs> Wait, were you guys the only ones that went to lunch? I'm jealous. I, so I always go to the butcher across the street. I oh, hello, sister. Was Hi, that? how are you? I'm amazing. We're having a conversation about routines that he doesn't have, and it's helping the entire episode, and I'm obsessed. What's, oh. your, uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's your routine in terms of when you get up? And, Coffee. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Immediately. Um, right I, as you wake up, would- right? immediately when i wake up um well actually the dogs typically make me feed them first but i'm stumbling <laughs> you're saying his dogs while make him take I'm them out to do that and I, I think, oh they are they are well we have the like, same it's the same dogs. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we yeah, share yeah. dogs so it's the yeah. same qualities that are like and they rule us um every morning until they get fed so feed them make coffee and then what emails and phone calls and yeah like normally, it's pretty similar normally i sit down and, and start going through my phone looking at what i've missed uh, for that morning i've been i'm not not normally a morning person but i've been waking up earlier i'm going to bed earlier waking up earlier um which is kind of nice i never thought i would ever say that but can you um, fix this i just went out but yeah, so I it's I'm I'm enjoying it. So I have more time in the morning just to kind of get my day started slowly until my coffee kicks in, and and then yeah, either come in the office or go do whatever I have. Yeah, that day. I was saying how cool it is that we essentially don't have routines, and as much as every day is is different. I, mean, I um, love that yeah. about real estate. I don't know. If- Oh, I, oh, of course I love it. I could never do a nine to five job like in a cubicle. <laughs> never. I, I've done That's it. That's why before. we get along so well. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. It's it, but it's it's nice. It's it's hard sometimes because you never know. You can't plan things um very easily because you never know if you're if something's gonna come up or what that day looks like. And even if you do know what the day looks like, it's constantly changing. Um so your clients say, oh, I can't see this now. Or you have new clients that want to see something. You have interviews and and whatever happens yeah. to come up that day, Shop. which is, I love it. For someone ADD like me, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I almost feel like you either start with that type of personality or you end up inheriting it, which is actually pretty cool to hear out loud. Wait, okay. So then while I have the both of you, when you think about one constant, it doesn't have to be a routine. Clearly there's no routines. What's yeah. one constant non-negotiable as a team, right? As two people who are working together or the Oppenheim group as a whole, where you're like, yo, we have to do this. Is it a stand-up meeting? Is it a Friday night drink every Friday? I have to go out once a week and get my drink on. <laughs> I always try to make it come, but she she, sometimes she doesn't need it. She doesn't need that the way I do. I need to go out once a week. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have a drink. It's just not going out. Yeah, yeah. she's more antisocial. Than I. Yeah. I, I'm a homebody. I've become more of a homebody. Um, I, love go, I love doing things going out, but I have to be mentally 
prepared for it since the show. I have to like, mm. this, this is something I have to like, okay, this is what's happening. If I just go out and I try to wing it and then, I'm, uh, you know, there's, I don't know, people trying to take pictures and I look like crap. And I'm like, I was just trying to come here after this event. My makeup's run down my face. I'm like, I get all like anxious. Um, So, but if there's like a big, um, if there's a birthday party or something fun, I'm always up for it. And I have a ton of fun or whatever event, red carpet or something. I love doing stuff like that. It's just, I, I prefer just to hang out at home with friends. Yeah. Jason had mentioned earlier that he was, I mean, he joked really. and was like, yeah, of course I was expecting this thing would blow up and would be super popular on the show and such. And so we, as, as things have kind of evolved, no, he was, was kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'd mentioned, I was like, oh, visionary over here. And I mean, clearly you can't expect these things to come out. And now you guys are having no. to be a little bit more precautious, you know, when socializing and such. And so when you think about where you're at now and how much privacy you guys kind of really need, right. To sustain, especially from a business standpoint, is that, has that kind of yeah. hit you? Um, yeah, I've always kind of been like this, but I think with the, with the fame and, and popularity of the show, I'm, I'm even much more like this and I'm much more cautious where I get on Jason all the time. Uh, yeah, she gets, she gets more anxious than me. I don't well, I, I remind much, but... you too. I'm like, you can't, who are these people? You don't know them. <laughs> you can't just like invite them to your table and talk about anything. You don't know if they're like filming you Press, or, like or what like, if it's a secret at this point that, that i just assume that, every, I, that i'm being filmed at all times i don't you know i'm pretty pretty <sighs> <laughs> not after a couple of drinks <laughs> no i'm no, always like yeah. okay i'm out bye guys no. and then, like, yeah Mary knows. <laughs> she now knows when to check out she didn't <laughs> used to know when to check out uh-uh. Because I used to get upset and I'm like, yeah. I can't do this. I was like, I can't do this. Like, now so she much. knows now when I'm she's going like, to get upset. Bye. Yeah. And I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so then, I mean, listen, I love that we were even able to bring Mary on this thing. So thanks for even being like open to saying, Hey, hanging out on a zoom call with us. But you know, now that we get to like, you know, think about how, I mean, ultimately y'all, I mean, you've heard Jason say it and then Mary say it as well. It's just so inconsistent sometimes how these businesses work. And so, you know, Jason, as we wrap here, man, I just start to think about, you know, what these last questions are for you now. I mean, clearly it's just, it's cool to hear that having no routines actually kind of fucking cool. You know what I mean? And I think for you, it's become more of that. Especially well, the, 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 honestly, the, sorry to interrupt, but I think that, oh, yeah. that there's a moral to the interview. It's that there's no right answer um, that you really just have to do what, what you're, what, what makes you comfortable. Um, that, that's, I think what people should do is just kind of follow their personality, try to find a job that is inherent to their personality. There are some people that love just looking at numbers and they would love to maybe be an accountant for a corporation, you know? Um, there are people that want to engage with people a lot more, and that might be a, a realtor. You just got to figure out where, where, what you like doing. Do you like, mm-hmm. do people give you anxiety or do people give you energy? Um, do you like being on the phone? Do you like working from home? Do you like sleeping in? I hated getting, as a lawyer, getting to the office by like 8 p.m. I mean, 8 a.m. I fucking hated it. I would sometimes just force myself into the office and then sleep in my office. And I, I did not, I like to have my mornings to myself. I hate waking up to an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. So that means I like to work for myself. Um, I don't like a salary because it's not, you know, why, why am I working so hard and the next guy's not working half as hard as me is getting paid the same. So I like a commission structure, but maybe you 
don't work that way. You just got to figure out what, what, what works for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I could have asked to wrap that any other way. I would have asked you one lasting question and you clearly uh, were able to help tee off this conversation in such a way, man. So for, for saying yes and giving us what you did and you've kind of opened up a whole nother valve here of, of what routines could or maybe not so much uh, look like for folks. So if you all had clicked play and you listened, I'm, I'm just so glad Mary popped in too. What a rarely, uh, probably the first time ever I've done like hundreds of you know, Zoom interviews now. And here we are and we got a nice surprise guest. And Jason, for all the stuff that you're building, man, I just, I love watching it as a, as a fan of the show and as someone who's been following you and your brother for a little bit. It's just really cool to see and, and to now understand kind of how you work and why you do it. Um, so thank you again for saying yes to coming on this podcast. Yeah, thank you for your time, man. Take care. Hey, routiners, thanks for listening to the Routine Project podcast today. Now the show is only going to grow because of you, amazing people who continue to take a step in the right direction in building or growing those routines that matter most to you. Hang out with me all season long by clicking that subscribe button on whatever platform you clicked play on. And when you come back for more episodes, your thoughts matter just as much as mine. So if you'd click that rating and review section to let me know what you love and what you learned from today's conversation, I would really appreciate it. Until I get that next episode to you, my name is Justin Crawford, and this is the Routine Project Podcast.